We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You're listening to Mile High Insiders with Nick Kendall and Luke Patterson. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. Now, it's time to find out what's going on behind the walls of UC Health Training Center. <laughs> January 31st, we are hours, what, 12 hours, not even, hours away from the first day in February. And I know you're thinking... Man, Broncos country, we're not in the Super Bowl this year. We're not in the playoffs. Why do I have anything to care about football or the Broncos in February? I'm here to tell you right now, folks, there are a million reasons to care about your Denver Broncos. The number one reason, they're on the hunt for a quarterback, Tom, and it starts in Mobile, Alabama, where there are boots on the ground. I know Scott's out there. Lots of our, our guys and gals, our friends are out there covering the Senior Bowl. But the news blowing up the internet, Thomas Hall, is that Sean Payton wants a quarterback in the first round of the 2024 draft. That's how we're starting the show, baby. Yeah. Well, it's interesting to hear that, you know, because we, we've we talked about it here plenty of times about how Sean Payton doesn't let any news out. He doesn't let any, any uh, you know, leak anything out unless he really wants to. So why would he... Why would the team be letting this get known? Well, oh, we're going to trade up because we really want to go get that quarterback. So it, it doesn't make much <laughs> sense to me that, I mean, I'm not doubting that people are talking about it, but the question is why, why is it coming out now? You know, with, with the secrecy that they've really moved with uh, all of last year. Timing is everything in this life. And especially in the NFL, Tom, as you know, and what time is it? It is time for MHI 6 PM every Wednesday. You can catch Thomas Hall and yours truly. Luke Patterson on these airwaves representing Mile High Huddle and MHI and a good friend of the show, our guy, DVA. I got to give him his flowers. What's up, Broncos country? Make sure you hit that like button on the way in. Share on all platforms and please subscribe if you have not done so already. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com where you can read all about Dylan's latest article that has just gone viral. Over in MHH, just like the rest of our articles that are blowing up the internet, what are the Broncos going to do in the draft? Can they trade back? Can they trade up? Who are they looking at? Those are questions that we are going to answer that Dylan has spelled out for you over on MHH.com. I don't want to give any, any uh, what, 
spoilers away is that what the kids <laughs> say tom because i tend to i tend to spoil some things because i just get excited and i love the news but it's february man i get it the weekend no more football this weekend one bye week before the big game chiefs yeah. versus 49ers tom who would have saw that one coming before we get into the Broncos today? What'd you think of the playoff games, conference championships last weekend? I was shocked that Detroit didn't pull it off. I had yeah. Detroit winning that game, but uh, ultimately, bang, bang, Niner gang. Yeah, I, I actually hoped the Lions would win, and I did not want the Chiefs to win, but neither one of them happened, so it was a bummer. I think the Lions really, really blew it, man. They, they had oh. it in the bag. I mean, they really did, but they made some bad decisions and it cost them. But, you know, the thing about the Ravens too, was like, good Lord, man, you, you got to perform in the playoffs and they just didn't do it. So I got to tell you, I was there at Las Vegas last year at this shrine bowl, right? It's the first year of Tom. I haven't been to the shrine bowl or the senior bowl in about five years, half a decade now. So I'm relying on my friends and my family down there to get me through it. But I saw Zay flowers at the shrine bowl last year i wasn't impressed like he's a nice playmaker fast sure yeah but has a lot of maturing that needs to happen in this offseason some of those mistakes were evident as they were with the lions as well before we get going any further i wanted to ask you just one last tidbit about chiefs versus ravens what did you make of the whole or did you see the pat mahomes travis kelsey versus justin tucker fiasco i mean there are a lot of headlines out there for the kansas city chiefs tom taylor swift being one of them travis yep. kelsey even Brittany mahomes i think is trending on x at one point but never in my life would you have been able to convince me that a justin tucker versus pat mahomes pro wrestling angle would yeah. play out on afc conference championship weekend yeah, I, I thought it was kind of a, a crummy move on on both their parts. You know, I, I get they're messing around with them, but come on, you know, like I don't know, just they're they're so unlikable. I, I mean, both of those guys to me, Kelsey and and Mahomes, and they, they do things like that and just makes them even more unlikable. So yeah, I mean, it's too bad that they couldn't go out there and beat them, you know, and and be like, yeah, you shouldn't mess with our with my equipment, but that didn't happen. <laughs> no, it was an odd look, but I think one thing's for sure here in about a week, we are all 49ers fans. The yep. Broncos connections with San Francisco run so deep. We see it all over social media, right? From the head coach with Kyle Shanahan, that needs no explanation. Christian McCaffrey, John Lynch, some former players over there. What, Randy Gregory? Is he still kicking around? Or which, oh, yeah. which edge rusher did we trade? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't even know. Which edge rusher did we trade and give away to the San Francisco 49ers? Um, but, but look, here's why I'm excited. Here's why I'm juiced up. Here's why I can't stop flapping my gums. The Broncos are in the hunt for a quarterback. And while the Russell Wilson mess still lingers, we know that the Broncos are moving on from that mess. I know, I believe in my heart of hearts and my bones that Sean Payton is done with Russell Wilson. He is moving on. Why does that matter? Because all eyes are in Mobile on the Senior Bowl right now where you've got quarterback prospects working out, trying to show why they deserve to be drafted number one overall, first round, second round, third. Hell, to be drafted to get a job opportunity. There are young men there that are fighting and scrapping, and we're starting to see some leaks, Tom, in the headlines that Sean Payton might be intrigued in some of these young cats. Yeah. Well, they're going to have to come away from the draft with some young players, right? I mean, I've talked about it. We've talked about it on here plenty of times. It's 
it's one of those things where they're going to have to get their salary cap straightened out. They're going to lose a, quite a few unrestricted free agents and might leave, lose some others in trade. So they're going to be relying on young players. And some of them are going to have to be rookies, really, that step in and fill in. It's not going to be a number one draft no, choice all the it's time. It's not going to be Caleb Williams. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there. And I want to give our guy, I want to give our guy Papa Bear some 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 love, man. He's showing love to MHI. Thanks, David. Hopefully you and yours are doing well and that you have a very blessed start to your 2024. Um, here's what I'm gonna, why I'm going to stop you. Reports came out today, and you can read about them over at milehighhuddle.com. Tony Pauline, and I, I've known Tony for about five years now. He's shared uh, his personal story, his professional story, and he's been very good to me. Tony yeah. is plugged in. Tony knows what he's talking about. Tony is suggesting that the Denver Broncos aren't only eyeing a first-round quarterback, Tom. They're currently a number 12. They're considering jumping everybody else, leapfrogging 11 other teams to potentially get to the number one pick. And that presumed pick is Caleb Williams. Do you see Sean Payton and Caleb Williams as a match made in heaven? Well, I don't know if they're a match made in heaven. I know that Sean Payton has talked about really liking him in the past. Uh, so, you know, he he's on record ta talking There's about it being a generational clues. talent. Yeah, and everything else. So, but I guess to me is like, how are they going to do it? Yeah, they can trade away. I mean, it's going to take what three three first round draft picks at the very minimum to move up that far. If you look at history, are do they have the firepower to do it? Are they going to trade Patrick Sertan to do it? Uh, that's your only real key piece in order to do it. But the problem I see with it is, you deplete your roster by doing that, and you deplete your ability to fill in your roster with young players that they need. You're going to have a quarterback, young quarterback coming in, who's not going to be, uh, you know, getting all the wins that he had seen in college. And I, I mean, he's had some struggles, you know, uh, with losing. Is that going to affect his psyche? Now, I'm not trying to say that you aren't supposed to cry as a man or anything like that. I don't. I mean, nope. I've done it plenty of times, but I haven't cried over a loss since I was in grade school. So, you know, things like that. <laughs> you got to. You got to. You got to you know, weigh that that on his psyche. Oh. Is he going to be able to handle losing for a while before he becomes uh, better? You know, I don't know. So it's just a head scratcher for me. But I know Sean Payton has talked about liking him. I mean, he's a generational talent, according to Sean Payton. That was two years ago, though. That's not maybe he's changed his tune since then. I'm not. Yeah. Sure. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. He, Coach was asked about him, to your point this year, if memory serves. I can't fire out the quote, right? I'm just paraphrasing here. But I think it was something very similar. Like, he's a very talented player. I can see why he's coveted. Something along those facts. When you were talking about Caleb Williams' psyche, there have been some red flags with me because Caleb Williams is a young man in college. He's a very powerful young man, if you will, right? Especially when you're the number one overall pick and you're being coveted. I do wonder how an emotional quarterback, an emotional leader, a young man can handle the severe, harsh, brutally honest criticism that Sean Payton can, and here's can deliver. And here's where I'm going to give Russell Wilson some credit. Russell Wilson took being yelled at like a grown man. He didn't cry about it. He didn't pout about it. He did that weeks later when he had his little press conference at the locker room, right? Don't get me wrong. But it's one of those things where, Russ could bite his lip and say, all right, go ahead, get after it. Now, maybe Russ doesn't care. Maybe it, it's just his personality, the power of positivity. I don't know. But right. I do wonder about these young quarterbacks and their personalities. We know that Sean Payton has a dynamic personality. Hell, yeah. I heard something today on the Denver radio that I, I couldn't believe bopping around the Mile High City here. And on this Denver radio station, someone suggested that if Sean Payton was available to hire in this head coaching cycle, Tom, that teams would pass on Sean Payton hmm. because Bill Belichick hasn't landed a head coaching job. That's that stuns me. That that opinions, right? We all have them, right. and to each their own. But to suggest that the game is past Sean Payton, to suggest that Sean Payton couldn't get employed seems bizarre to me considering the Broncos felt the opposite the Broncos and I'm talking about the Walton Penner ownership group believed so strongly in Sean Payton folks that they didn't wait for him to become a free agent they traded for the man's rights they gave away a haul to get Sean Payton here and it blows my mind that Jim Harbaugh gets hired to the Chargers and all of a sudden Sean Payton's at the bottom of the AFC West I just I yeah. can't go there, Tom. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I don't think he I, – I mean, the the difference being, I guess, is uh, Sean Payton's an offensive mind. People are going more into that offensive mind. And, you know, Bill Check has been known for a defense. I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm not really sure why Belichick isn't a coveted coach right now. He should be. I mean, he's <laughs> – you know, he's a good, he's a dang good. Maybe coach. he's saying, 
maybe he's saying no. I mean, we never really consider that too, right? I mean, coach yeah. kind of gets his options when you've got that many rings, you've got that much clout, you've got that many pelts on the wall. And it's easy for goofballs like you and I to sit here and, you know, sometimes we could toss some mud at some of these coaches, Sean Payton, Jim Harbaugh. I'm doing it right now. At the same time, these guys are so well-respected. I mean, you're talking about a Hall of Famer for sure in Bill Belichick. Oh, I yeah. Think Sean, Sean Payton, I think Sean's going to be there when it's all said and done. I'm not willing to have the debate right now because it's not done. But change can happen so fast in this NFL, in this 2024 season. I think Broncos country should be optimistic. And I think there's a there's a cliche that comes uh, an adage, whatever I got to say, that when you draft a young quarterback, that means you automatically got to wait two or three years. And C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans are living proof that not only do you can you win with a rookie quarterback, you could win with a younger head coach who's never done it. Sean Payton's done it. He knows what he needs to get, folks. It's one of the reasons why I'm so ready for Sean Payton to make everybody feel like fools. David Yonkin coming in, 199. We need our own quarterback after eight years of misery. David, we sure do. The Broncos need to draft a quarterback. Tom, it's never been done. In case you folks haven't realized, Thomas Hall hosts one of my favorite podcasts, Legends, on Friday mornings. And I say that because I'm a slave to history, Tom. I love history, whether that be football, whether it be war, whatever. I love history. I'm a student of history. And as you know, and as David knows, Tom, the Denver Broncos have never drafted and developed a successful championship winning quarterback. Nope. They what haven't. the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Is it time? Are we overdue? Is this well, the year? <laughs> I mean, yeah, early on they, they had their show, but you know, they got John Elway and he was with the team for 16 years. So you didn't need to really draft and develop back then, you know, and then they attempted to with, uh, with Jake Cutler. He was actually looking like he might be okay with uh, Shanahan. And then, of course, McDaniels came in and ruined that. But, uh, yeah, they haven't. They just haven't. So, um, you know, that that's – you know, you had the – they also had the opportunity to get Peyton Manning, and that turned out pretty good even though they drafted Tim Tebow. So there were some events that kind of uh, led to them not needing a quarterback, but they sure as heck haven't, haven't done it in the last eight years. That's, you know, that goes without saying. It's time. Um, got some friends down at the Senior Bowl. I'm checking in with them. One of them might even pop in on the show a little bit later. Stay tuned, folks, where we will get some quarterback evaluations. But my first question to some of these friends, I'm like, have you seen Sean Payton down there? Is Coach down there? Is uh, Tell me what you see. Because you never know. You never know who you're going to see eating barbecue in Mobile. I've run across some coaches there. Um, you just you never know. I think Sean Payton, I would be guessing that he's there. He's there. He wants to, at least he's there for one day, maybe two. I don't know. I think Sean is so much of a control freak that he wants to handpick this quarterback. It's his responsibility. It's not even about control. It's his responsibility. Hell, it's the expectation when you're getting paid a King's ransom to coach the Denver Broncos. When the Denver Broncos have to trade for your rights, you damn well better be ready to pick a quarterback. Michael Ranquillo coming in here. What's up, buddy? Good evening, Thomas and Luke. On the Mile High Insiders, go Broncos. Michael, stay tuned, man. I think a friend of the show is going to be popping on a little bit later, and we're going to be finding out which quarterback the Denver Broncos are taking a liking to. Um, some whispers, some rumors, reports. It's that time of year, baby. It's January 31st, and we are rolling along here on MHI. He is Thomas Hall. I am Luke Patterson. Reach out to Tom directly on X, at Thomas Hall NFL. Yours truly, at Luke Patterson LP. 
Phil McLaughlin coming in. Good evening, Thomas and Luke. I don't think Peyton would ever let it out what he wants to do to move up to get a number one or a number two pick. I'm scared to death if that actually happens. We would have to give up too much. Phil, here's what we're looking at. You could read about this over at milehighhuddle.com. The Denver Broncos would have to give up a lot, and that's yeah. why you're so upset. That's why you're so nervous, and they're probably looking at, at three guys, Caleb Williams, Drake May, or Jaden Daniels. Yeah. That's us speculating here on MHI. We're going to have a whole lot more of a better idea here in just a few minutes, uh, but look, they're going to have to trade future picks. They're going to have to trade Pastor Tan. They're going to have to trade a ton of this year's picks. It's going to be whatever that team wants. If you want to move up, there's not a lot of room to negotiate. Here's why I say you shouldn't be nervous, Phil. And I finally landed on it today. I believe in it in my bones. I love Pastor Tan. He was my number two rated pick for the Broncos in that draft behind Micah Parsons. I love him. I don't want to get rid of him. I know. I'm the same guy that wanted Micah Parsons, everybody else. Character concerns, Luke. He's the character <laughs> concerns. He's a dog, an absolute dog. Don't know what happened in the playoffs, but that's just being the Cowboys. You can find generational cornerbacks, okay? You can get them. They're hard. Tom, you probably have the statistics on them, on, on what it's like drafting them. Here is why you need to go after one of these quarterbacks. This fan base will not wait. You can throw all the money you want at them in the world. You could design all these new stadiums, right? You can all these new jerseys, your different colors, all this stuff. Sooner or later, Tom, fans like Phil, they're going to tune it out because they've been spending their hard-earned money year after year, day after day, being promised that tomorrow's going to be much better than today. Championship window. We're here. Hey, we're going to compete with the, We beat the Chiefs, everybody. No, the time is now. This fan base is, is restless. We saw it at the meet and greet. There is no patience for Broncos country, which is why Sean Payton has to be willing to give up anything and everything. Sell your NFL soul, Sean Payton, if you're going to get this quarterback. Well, then the question then is how long will it take to start winning, right? If if they give up everything to get the quarterback, they got to start winning soon. But they don't have the they don't have the talent right now, and they'll have an even probably even less talent next year. So that's a two year window. Uh, yeah, it's it's a tough decision either way. I I just I just think that there's a way to get up to get a quarterback without having to get rid of your best player on your team. But it's probably not going to be the number one draft pick, is what. Is the problem. No, but I'll tell you what, I've got a third round quarterback for you that the Broncos really like. <laughs> I'm talking really like, like him so much. They've interviewed him twice in the past two days. We'll yeah. get to that and more here on MHI. But guys, let's take a time out for just a second. Little Caesars, our friends over at Little Caesars are the official pizza sponsor of the NFL. And they know that football fans love a great game and a great deal. So we're tossing out a challenge and we're calling it pick six. For slices and sticks, if there's a pick six during Super Bowl 58, fans who accepted the challenge on the Little Caesars app will get a free slices and sticks, period. We've partnered with NFL legend Derek Brooks of the Tampa Bay Bucks because he knows all about the pick six, having returned one in Super Bowl 37. Let's play that play led to a 44 yard touchdown and a win for the Buccaneers. So accept the challenge today. Sorry, I dropped my phone. <laughs> Sorry about that. Boom. So accept the challenge today and uh, win some pizza. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tom accepted that challenge so much so he's getting ready to throw his damn phone out of the window. <laughs> it is Wednesday night. He is Thomas Hall. I am Luke Patterson. We are pumped that you guys are joining us where we are talking quarterbacks. And there's a big three, right, when it comes to the quarterbacks this year. Of course, I'm talking about Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Jaden Daniels. Tom, you and I are both Star Wars fans. You ready for this one? <laughs> yes. There is another. <laughs> All right, I'm being told. I'm being told from boots on the ground in Mobile, friends that I trust. There is another that the Broncos are looking at, and that other is is Michael Pratt, quarterback out of Tulane. Yep. Uh, this is a young man that's six three, two hundred and twenty pounds. He's a senior. He's competing down there in Mobile so much so that the Broncos can't stop talking to him. We're going to have one of our friends on in just a little bit, and he's going to give some more information. But if you're telling me in one hand that Sean Payton's considering moving up to go number one, possibly for Caleb Williams, right? Everybody assumes that, too. Why are we assuming Sean Payton loves Caleb Williams? What if he loves Jaden Daniels? What if he <laughs> loves Drake May? Right. I mean, these things have happened. We all assume what's going to happen in the first round every year and every year. We're wrong. Nobody is 100% right. Keep those receipts over on social media. But here's where I'm going with this, Tom. If Sean Payton's putting it out there that he's willing to trade up to the heavens yeah. to pick his quarterback, isn't it a good sign if he's willing to look back in the draft at a young man like a Michael Pratt who could potentially be a second, third, maybe fourth rounder? That, that makes me feel good. You know why that makes me feel good? Because you're covering a range. You're not just looking at the hottest prospects that ever came out in the digital media age. Yeah. Well, I mean, they may be, it may be smart. Like they're forcing people to take quarterbacks off early. And the person that you really like falls to you at 12. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's all this chess game that they're playing. I just don't, I don't get announcing it. If you really want to move up, unless you have a reason to announce it. And that's why now I'm thinking, okay, what is the reason? I got it, could it. Be very well. It could be that they really like a defensive player or, you know, they really like somebody else. They want an offensive tackle, whatever it may be. They're trying to get people to move up, push those quarter, you know, push those other players down while drafting a quarterback within their mind thinking we really like this other guy who's going to be available. Maybe they'll take a chance on him early, like trade up to the second round. Maybe they'll trade up the second round just to make sure they get him. Second round quarterbacks, I think sometimes they're underrated, right? Yeah. I, I just think I was thinking about that. I mean, Lamar Jackson was almost there, right? When you look at his draft and, and nobody really saw that coming. I mean, there's so it's so early right now. It's only day two of the senior bowl down there in Mobile. So right. who knows what uh, the rest of the night is going to bring? Because uh, 
not breaking any news when I say that sometimes coaches, scouts, media members get together and they have a cold pop or two down there in Mobile at the Shrine Bowl, wherever. Yep. And usually during those events, Tom, that's where you get some information, right? Loose lips, sink ships. That's exactly it, especially in the NFL. <laughs> I'm wondering, that's where my head's at right now. What, what are the streets of, of Mobile going to look like tonight? Who's talking about what? Because I can guarantee you the Denver Broncos and quarterback, Sean Payton, everybody's wondering what coach is going to do. Look at our guy, John, coming in here. Thank you, John. Appreciate the generous super. I love to see that kiddo in orange start him off young. John saying, I would rather trade back and get into the second round, into the third, or into the fourth. And, John, that's exactly what Tom was just saying, right? If you can get that value, you know that value is going to be there. You know that you can trick another team to go get a quarterback, right, that, that you have a low grade on. Um, I'll be honest. Penix isn't one of my favorite quarterbacks, Tom. Yeah. And if I could somehow pump his stock up to make my enemies think that he is better than he is and I'm going to go get him, well, then, damn it, that's one hell of a form of gamesmanship. That's Sean Payton's. Mike Shanahan-esque, maybe? Yeah, I, I was going to say, it reminds me of when Mike Shanahan didn't even go visit John Mobley, didn't say a word, didn't do anything. We knew he was going to draft them, and everybody was shocked that he drafted them because the Cowboys and a couple of their teams were actually willing to move up to go get John Mobley, but they're like, oh, no, he's going to fall to us, and then he didn't. So there are there is that at play, and it, it'll be interesting. And the thing about Pratt, too, is I was hearing about him before – the uh the senior bowl you know i was here i was hearing talk about him being a, a you know a, a candidate for these nfl teams before that so it's not like he's just flashing at the senior bowl he's uh, he's a he's apparently a pretty pretty good quarterback uh, all said and done so not he's not a first round talent i guess at this point uh but you know he sounds to be sounds to be a pretty pretty solid quarterback that people that teams are interested in I like to fall in love with these diamonds in the roughs at quarterback, right? Because you think you're the smartest guy in the room. You're like, ah, nobody thought that guy would have a good grade. Tom Brady, you know, and here we are all these years still talking about it. Um, it's not about being the smartest guy in the room. It's about being comfortable with yourself and your evaluations. It does make me wonder when we're talking about evaluations, right? Sean Payton, he's going to pick his quarterback. Um, where does that leave George when it comes to evaluating, right? You yeah. saw some moves in the front office. It looked like the Broncos did hire our guy that we were talking about last week on this show yeah. carmichael right tom who to thunk on wednesday <laughs> mhi it's why we're called mhi for a reason folks my high insiders we saw that one coming yep and then they hired the uh the the uh, personnel guy i can't remember his name too which which we're is scouting. kind of interesting because it seems like that's uh that's a move that may may show uh Peyton out the door uh, pretty soon. George Peyton, you know, that that's uh, it looks like they're get, he's getting the band back together. Sean Peyton and, and maybe uh, Peyton can't play any instruments. So um, <laughs> we'll see about yeah. that one. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if if Carmichael actually makes a difference, because I was I was pretty unimpressed with how the offense worked all season. So and I know Sean Peyton calls the plays, but there's more to it than just calling the plays. So uh, hopefully that makes a difference. Yeah, it's they, whoever we get needs to make a difference. And as you pointed out so eloquently, time and time again, every Wednesday night, every Friday morning, Saturday nights when you did the Saturday show, this team needs a lot of help, Tom. I, you know, I, I'm 
excited about quarterback. I almost used a different word, right? <laughs> I am so pumped about quarterback in the hunt for a new guy. Finally, Denver lands their franchise guy that they can hang their hat on and say, we did that. Yeah. That was that was our guy, homegrown all the way. Um, it's tough when you wonder about the offensive line and some of their future, right? You, you Quinn Miners kind of the only guy, Mike McGlinchey by default, we're penciling him in there because he's got a fat contract. Well, we know that fat contracts don't always mean that you will have a forever future with the Denver Broncos. That's Just right. see Russell Wilson. He's on his way out, folks. And I got my haircut today, and one of the gals is asking about Russ. She's like, talk to me about Russell Wilson. What's going on with Russell Wilson? I'm like, I I know nothing you don't know about Russell. You, you know something I don't? Per source, you've been listening to that radio station? Uh, and she says, no. Like, is there a world in which Russell couldn't return? And to me, Tom, it's not even a possibility. Uh, I I, may, I threw out on my, my social media today, at Luke Patterson LP, making fun of those that guarantee things in this business on sports media because it was guaranteed by those same folks that Sean Payton wouldn't come to Denver. Ha, look, he's in Denver. I don't think there is any way not a snowball's chance in hell that Russell Wilson returns with Sean. The toothpaste can't go back into the tube. It's broken. They don't like each other. They, they're they going different directions. That breakup, it's already happened. It's just not official yet. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it, the writing is on the wall. It would, I would, like I said last week, I would be absolutely stunned if Russell Wilson is still on this team next year. I, I would be stunned. So it would be, I mean, one of the biggest surprises in football that I've, I've seen. <laughs> it just, it would. I'm waiting for a Russell Wilson social media appearance, right? Yeah. Because he, he like, it's funny how we have the social media police too. And I'm not one of those guys, but I am very interested because it's an interesting tool. It's an interesting waste of time. Whatever we want to describe social media as Russ is, I think Russ has a future in politics. I'm not being facetious when I say that he's well-spoken, he's educated. Um, I think sometimes he's out of touch would make him a perfect politician, but, <laughs> but he, he really, he tries to serve his own career and self-interests in a manner that is becoming of him. And when that doesn't happen, he takes exception to that. And maybe his camp tries to make Sean Payton, the villain, the difference between Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, Sean Payton as the villain doesn't care if you like him, Russell Wilson as the villain he can't accept that, Tom. It's got to be, I'm the hero. I wear the cape. I'm the all-American guy. And that's great. But talk about all-Americans. There's a ton of them down there in, in Mobile right now. I'm looking for the next kid, the, the young guy. I'm looking for a kid that's 24 years old, wet behind the ears, ready to learn, and maybe needs to grow up. Let's truly evaluate Sean Payton, the quarterback whisperer the game manager, whatever, the tyrant, whatever you want to call him, let's evaluate him with a brand new QB, right? Here, Sean, you get your pick of the litter. Yeah. Isn't that the most fair opportunity to evaluate a head coach who took this team from the from hell to almost 500, made them relevant again with a win streak? I mean, like, there were a lot of positives. It's not good enough. I still hang my hat on Sean Payton's the right guy. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.
Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, I like I said, I've had I know my you doubts. don't like him. Tom hates him. I, I don't. I mean, he's him. Good. Doesn't mean I don't think he's a good coach. I just right. don't think he did a right. great coaching job this year. I think it was it was okay. It was okay. It needs to You're be right. better. It needs. To I be agree. Yep. Um, and you know, it starts with finding a quarterback that fits with the system, a good quarterback, not not a retread that they can bring in for cheap. I mean, it starts with a a real quarterback that they can mold into this system. Like Taysom Hill, he's a real quarterback, right? He's real fast. He's real good at running. That's what our, our guys are saying. Chase and Zach, I love you guys, man. Thank you for joining Tom and I on the, on the pod. But it's interesting, Tom, because as you're saying that, our Broncos country's drawing the New Orleans Saints connections. And Chad's got an article up right now. You can read about it over on milehighhuddle.com uh, about our guy that we talked about, ex-Saints offensive coordinator Pete Carmichael. A week ago on this show, we asked the question, will he be joining Sean in Denver? I we weren't going to be surprised if it happened one way or the other, but Zach, you're exactly right. Chase, you're exactly right. Start looking at who is available, yeah. who could come up on the trading block. And this is another element that we're not even considering. NFL draft day trades happen all the time. Ask Adam Troutman about it. The Broncos number one tight end. He was one of them. I didn't even, I'll be completely honest, Tom. I didn't know anything about Adam Troutman the day yeah. he was drafted here. Uh, we're both doing our draft coverage, uh, we're writing stuff up, and I had to look up Adam Troutman. No disrespect. I don't know every player in the league. I'm not going to pretend I know every player in the league. If I don't know something, I'm going to tell you. The Adam Troutman trade was one of the better Sean Payton moves that we haven't talked about. Yeah. Is he Travis Kelsey? No. Was he the most solid tight end the Broncos have had in arguably five years? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was available, right? Like he was, he was helpful. He, he, he actually played okay. It wasn't great. I mean, but he was their best tight end of the year. Uh, you know, I could, I wish there would have been more. I would like to just say something about Taysom Hill real quick. The, they would have, the saints would have to release Taysom Hill in order for the Broncos to get him. If they want to trade for him, it's a, it's like a $16 million cap hit next year and another 12 the following year. Uh, Taysom Hill's probably not coming to the Broncos unless the Saints are washed, uh, are, are done with him. Just wash their hands up and say, we're releasing you. But that doesn't mean that the Broncos can't try to find somebody like him in this draft. Yeah, right. It's a copycat league. You want to try to emulate your player strengths as best you can. Yep. And uh, Taysom Hill, man, I, I don't want to go backwards. No disrespect to Taysom Hill, but I, if I'm being completely honest, I Get at me if you want at Luke Patterson LP. I don't see a lot of difference between Taysom Hill and Tim Tebow, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. They're role players. Taysom is a much, I would say he's a better athlete than Tim Tebow. He can throw the ball better. He's a better quarterback. I think he can make better reads. He has a little bit more natural gifts as a, a thrower. Uh, but I'm done with that. I'm done with the 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 let's bring this guy in for third down. We've done that. You guys remember Jared Allen? <laughs> we've done that all right we'll just want or not brandon allen can't even remember the damn guy's name brandon <laughs> allen allentown whatever i gotta say that guy just one of the quarterbacks in the run we've done that we're bringing a running quarterback great um i want to bring in a winning quarterback can we do that can we develop a winning quarterback that's something that the broncos haven't done we're starting to wonder if this is the year is it caleb williams if the broncos trade up is it drake may uh Jaden Daniels, hard to say. And I hear everybody, I can feel the eye roll, right? Even when I tweeted it out, our show tonight, our promo. Could the Broncos move up to the number one pick from number 12? It's not rhetoric, folks. It's not to get clicks. It's from people that I know and trust that are down there right now. That's where this is coming from. Tony Pauline's one of the best. Like, love, or hate him, he is good at his job. This information is coming from somewhere. And here's the thing. 
you're not a believer in Sean Payton, Tom, necessarily. You're waiting to see. You've got criticism, skepticism, and you should. Here's what I would ask you. If a man that is as bully-esque, bold, aggressive, selfish as Sean Payton can sometimes be described, not by you, but by those folks that don't like him, don't you think he'd be willing to do this? Don't you think he yeah. doesn't give a G is a future picks? You think he cares if Bucko's company likes him? You think if he doesn't make it onto your radio show, that's hurting his feelings? Hell no. Sean Payton's going to do what Sean Payton wants. F around and find out. Yeah, no, he's brash enough to make this move. It, it, I mean, for sure. That's the thing. It's like, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't put it past him, so to speak, but I also kind of question, is that really the motivation for letting this leak out now? Are they really going to move up? So th that's the only thing I question. But yeah, you're right. He is definitely brash enough to say, you know what? I'm going up there and I'm getting the the, the guy that I want and he's going to be the quarterback here for the next 15 years. And, and that's, you know, if he believes in it, sure, he'll do it. If you thought Russell Wilson, the Russell Wilson benching was hard for Sean Payton, you're you're completely off base. Like you can not like Sean Payton, you can love him, you can think he's the best thing ever, right? I I have my issues with Sean. He's had some some sins this year that I'm still scratching my head and I have them written down. And I'm upset about, and we're going to get into them at a later time. But things have got to improve for the Denver Broncos. Bottom line, John Janot coming in here with the 199. Thank you for the support, brother. If the top three quarterbacks are gone, which quarterback would I choose? That is what we are talking about, John. We are talking quarterbacks here on MHI. I'm a Jaden Daniels guy. I liked him early. I've said that on this show for a long time. I want the guy that best aligns with Sean Payton's system. Here lies some of the problem. When you look at it on paper, I'm being told that Bo Nix, he's a Sean Payton system guy when you look at it. Then I talked to my friends who were actually down there in Mobile. Boots on the ground, actually there. They're not watching film on NFL Network, right? They're not watching YouTube. They're actually there. And it's been a rough couple days for a Bo Nix. So, John, there are a lot of options there. But when Sean Payton's suggesting, or at least the reports from our dear friend Tony Pauline, are suggesting that the Broncos are willing to move heaven and earth to go get their quarterback. I would say every quarterback is on the table. Every quarterback is an option for Sean Payton. Do not be surprised when he gets one. Yeah, I'm with you. And I, I mean, I don't really have any favorites. I, I'm not a big fan of Penix. Uh, Bo Nix is, you know, he's got his issues, <laughs> you know, uh, and I keep saying it. They, they were holding up signs for him what the def what the coverage was so he didn't have to read the coverage you know from the sidelines so there's a few things that have to be worked out for sure you don't like that you don't want your quarterback <laughs> well i mean it smart? just means he's got one more thing to learn right when he gets to the nfl because they're not going to do that for him in the nfl so um you know injury history for Penix. i mean jj mccarthy's a bit intriguing to me you know uh being in a in a system with jim harbaugh who i liked I, you know he seems you know that's intriguing uh so i don't know in um but he's he's kind of got a slight build too, so there's there's all issues with these guys. So I I don't really have a favorite after the top three. We are talking quarterbacks here on MHI. He is Thomas Hall. I am Luke Patterson. We appreciate you guys for joining us every Wednesday night at six p.m. Mountain, and you guys are in for a special treat, something we hadn't even really planned. But I'm I'm away from the Shrine Bowl this year. I'm away from the Senior Bowl this year. I I'm very cautious of who i trust tom out there when i'm reading these reports i'm very cautious when i'm going through social media and an x and x or whatever it is i gotta say but one guy i'm always reading his work 
one guy I'm always listening to the word. I'm biased. He's a friend of mine. He's a family member of mine. He is one half of like your like your namesake, Tom, right? He's part of the OBT crew with Andrew Mason over at denversports.com. He also hosts the Audible podcast. He is the one, the only. His name is Cecil Lammy. Cecil Lammy joining us, boots on the ground from Mobile, Alabama. This is number 18, right, Cece? 18 years of scouting and evaluating yeah. quarterbacks that the Denver Broncos will not take. Is this the year? <laughs> First off, give me the thumbs up that you can hear me because hopefully I have some uh, connection here. You can tell by my sunburn that I've been sitting in practice. The sun's on this side. So I, <laughs> I think that? I might sit over on the other side. But, yeah, this has been an interesting week to be sure. Uh, went from the Shrine Bowl in Texas to the Senior Bowl here in Mobile 18 years in a row. And I was expecting more from Bo Nix. Bo Nix is not having a good week. Now, that doesn't mean much. I'd say 5% of his grade for evaluators goes into these all-star games. But in person, scouting Bo Nix, I was more excited coming into this week Based on the last couple of days, I am disappointed. I am less mm. excited. So I'm trying to manage those emotions uh, because, again, you know, I've seen guys, and this will be the name you don't like, but I remember when Russell Wilson was here, he didn't have a very good week either, and he turned into a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. So it's all about fit in the NFL. I believe that Bo Nix is the proper fit for this team. The Broncos might think Michael Pratt is because they've already talked to him twice twice why is why is that a big deal Cecil it's almost like the senior bowl just started right uh, for those of for those of us that don't know right for those of us that haven't been on the road um you and I full disclosure we, we usually do this trip man and we have a lot of fun I've been that sunburned two-faced guy myself uh but look who's there have you seen Sean Payton have you seen George Payton why would talking to some third rounder from Tulane interest Broncos country yeah I think it would interest you because it is just starting Right. So it's like, OK, you talk to him once. For example, I got to catch up with Luke McCaffrey and Luke is at Valor. Uh, actually, Liam played against him. That's how wow. long it's been since he was in high school. Um, and, and of course, Luke was a quarterback there. So, you know, it's been a minute. I've known Luke a little bit. I uh, know his dad better. But like Luke McCaffrey's met with the Broncos once. Most every player is here has met with the Broncos once. It's when you loop back around for that second interview, it's like, okay, what did you get to know each other in the first interview? Sit down, hi, how's it going? And the thing is the combine and the senior bowl are special events because you have, at the senior bowl, unlimited amount of time. At the combine, you have a limited amount of time. Here, you can just grab a guy and talk to a guy and keep talking to a guy and kind of keep other teams from talking to a guy. So it's interesting that they went to two meetings already. It's flipping Wednesday. It's Wednesday, right? <laughs> so it's like, okay, one meeting is hi, get to know you. Two meetings is let's get to know you a little bit more. That second date is a little bit more. Maybe there was some whiteboard stuff involved, maybe not. But it's interesting that Bo Nix gets one meeting, Michael Pratt gets two meetings. And uh, Michael Pratt, I believe, and I've uh, argued friendly with Andrew Mason about who's the best quarterback here. He believes it's Michael Penix. I don't believe it is. Uh, the dude is rail thin. That is a problem. Two bum shoulders, two bum knees. Like, that's a problem. Um, there's work ethic concerns. 
So like, I don't think Penix is the best guy here. Uh, if everything's clean, if this, if there was a seven on seven league, Michael Penix would be a hall of famer today. Uh, but it's not seven on seven. You get hit, you got to move, you got to get out the way. And he just doesn't seem to do that. So Pratt with two meetings is interesting. Nick's with his attitude. He was under center today and he was taking a hitch before his first step. So I do that demonstration for you. So that little hitch and then the step, it's one of the, my biggest pet peeves of watching quarterbacks. It's because he doesn't know what he's doing yet. I asked him, what's his comfort level with playing from under center? Bo Nix said, 100% comfortable. Next question. He gave me the Sean Payton treatment. <laughs> I kind of like that. I kind of hey, like quarterbacks hey, that's being a little grouchy. Did he stay in his chair or did he stay down? Because if memory serves, you yes. asked Russell Wilson a similar question on whether or not he considered himself a scrambling quarterback, a pocket quarterback. And memory serves, Russell right. even stood up out of his chair, kind of bowed up on C's. <laughs> he did, man. I saw the real Russell Wilson. It was scary. Uh, I asked him if he'd want to come to Denver and back up Tim Tebow. <laughs> so there you go hey, but yeah so i look. like my quarterbacks with a little attitude so bo dick's got oh. the attitude i'm gonna hold out hope i'm actually staying for the third day because of this quarterback conundrum the broncos are in the latest rumblings are the top three teams will not let their picks go mm. but what else are they gonna say yeah so we're gonna have some very interesting mm. things coming up and if the Broncos can move up, I believe they will. I believe they will make a power move if they can. Right now, the first three teams are posturing. We're going to see who blinks first. I just got a question about Pratt. What what did you see from him that made the Broncos want to meet with him twice? Yeah, I would say with Pratt, it's consistency, right? Because... And oh my God, do I look like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger? But anyway, like it's <laughs> consistency. Like every day, he doesn't have the strongest arm. He doesn't have the best mobility. He doesn't have the best pass placement. But he's the best at all three of those things when you combine it. So he's very consistent. He's very steady. He also makes decisions faster. I think if we just grade on the practices, two practices so far, so it's not much. But if we were to grade just on those two practices, you'd say this is a guy that makes the decisions faster than anybody. Again, doesn't have the rocket arm, right? Uh, doesn't have the scrambling ability like a Bo Nix, but he's consistent. He makes decisions quick. He stays on time. He stays on schedule, stays on rhythm. I, again, I don't want to scare Broncos country. It's kind of like Jared Stidham. <laughs> so, it kind of sounds like a past quarterback that uh, Sean Payton's worked with too a little bit on rhythm, quick yeah. decision-making, and uh, not really mobile, but mobile enough, maybe. He's not short, yeah. though, right? Last I checked, not he's short. like 6'3", so he point. can see yeah. over the line of scrimmage, and that's something that's good. Cecil, just to talk about quarterbacks and piggy piggyback off of Thomas's question a little bit, tell me about George Payton. What do you expect his role to be in this quarterback hunt? Because I think he's an afterthought, if I'm being honest. It's not that I don't respect George. I think he is a decent talent evaluator. Why he won't pick a linebacker in the draft in the first three rounds is beyond me. But what is George Payton's role with assisting Sean in selecting a quarterback? Does he have a role? Has he been completely eviscerated from his responsibilities? What does George Payton look like in the 2024 draft for the Denver Broncos? The uh, LinkedIn. <laughs> uh oh. You know, uh, it's uh, get your resume on Indeed. Um, oh, no. Like I and again, I don't, I don't want anyone to lose their job ever. It's tough times out there. 
even for executives. But like, okay, maybe after the draft, they would move on. Um, right now, mm -hmm. his role is for day three guys, in my opinion. Sean's going to know the first and second round. Sean's going to know some of the third rounders. Coaches don't have time to pour through the entire draft. And George Payton is a good scout. Mm -hmm. So let him be a scout. He's not a GM because of the Russell Wilson trade, because of the Russell Wilson contract, because of the Nathaniel Hackett hire. Too many mistakes have been allowed on the George Payton watch. Those are done. There will be no more mistakes from George Payton or there will be no more George Payton with Broncos country. So he's in yes man mode of his career. And again, I don't, I don't say this lightly and I don't say it to make fun of him, um, but he's in like CYA mode. What do you need, Sean? What do you like, Sean? I'm here for you, Sean. So we'll see that continue and hopefully get some great picks on you know rounds four through seven that's when he needs to hit that's where the saints hit with mickey loomis in 2017 when they got trey hendrickson out of fau shrine game guy um you know you gotta hit on these picks no more of this montreal washington no more of delaren turner yells stop drafting special teamers go get playmakers go get your isaiah pacheco go get your Tariq woolen these are players that george payton passed on because of the aforementioned return man who's not even here and safety who can't stay healthy. Well, and it's been a little while since George has had a little bit of that relevancy, right? I go to my first senior bowl with you five years ago. You're showing me around town, introducing me to Matt Miller and all the fellas. And I'm just starstruck. But then I'm thinking Baron Browning, Quinn Miners, Javante Williams, Jonathan Cooper. Hey, and then a few years goes by, Cecil, and we're still kind of waiting for the next crop. It makes sense that George is definitely under CYA mode, but I will also say this. I don't think Sean Payton's the tyrant everybody makes him out to be, right? How easy would it have been to fire George Payton for the Russell Wilson contract, say I don't need you, and to move on? I think this actually shows um, a united aspect, at least for now, between the front office of the Denver Broncos. That's fair. I'll still call Sean a tyrant, <laughs> but I love him. I love you're him. A har you're a Harbaugh. Like you're a Harbaugh guy, just like Tom was, right? I'm on the road yeah, with you Harbaugh, last man. year. You guys both like Harbaugh. I'm a Peyton guy. Harbaugh. I'm in that camp. I'm alone, baby. I'm alone. <laughs> so, I, I, what is the hire of the Saints uh, personnel guy that came in? What, what is it? What do you make of that? Is that really kind of writing on the wall, so to speak, for George Payton being gone pretty soon? Yeah, that's your future GM. Okay. Mm, future like, GM. I don't want to be as blunt as that, but that's uh, what that move is. I actually thought it would be Kai Harley, who's the assistant GM to Mickey Loomis, but mm. and Sean loves football guys putting around him, right? It's the hire of Pete Carmichael, right? It's like, okay, let's go get the OC, let's go get more people from the scouting staff, get the ult ultimate dudes, get the ultimate football guys. That's what Sean's putting around him, and he's got all the power. Um, whereas there may be questions about Sean Payton. There should be no questions about Greg Penner. Should be no questions about the Walton Penner group. They are giving Sean everything that he needs to succeed. You're going to have to eat this Russell Wilson situation. You're not trading away Russell Wilson. You're going to have to eat the contract, maybe all of it this year. That's a consideration. After that, find the guy and let's flip and go, Broncos. I'm sick of this quarterback. <laughs> hey, who are they going to draft? Get the guy. Go with the guy. Go win with the guy. It's time. 
Broncos country is impatient as ever, as you well know, growing up in the Rocky Mountain area, Cecil. It is it is past time. They have never developed, drafted, developed a successful championship-winning quarterback. It is past time. Cecil Lammy, your favorite quarterback in this draft is? Jaden Daniels, LSU. I see him as a Lamar Jackson type of prospect, but a better passer. And ultimate upside. Um, Caleb Williams is very talented physically. There are some with some concerns about his attitude. I personally don't share those same concerns. Drake May is about fit. Um, I think he would fit with Sean Payton. But to me, it's Jaden Daniels. Um, and the guy that recruited Jaden Daniels to LSU is on the Broncos staff. He's their pass rushing coach, I believe. So anyway, like they have a connection to Jaden Daniels. I don't know if they can move up to get him, but it sure would be nice. I got it. So if this is a smokescreen that they're not going to move up, say that they're playing, playing the, uh, the game and getting people to take the quarterbacks so they can wait for someone to fall to them. Who's that going to be? They, there's nobody worth falling for. <laughs> it's three. Yeah. It ain't 23 and me, baby. It's no. three and see ya. Man, peace. I'm trying to think of something that rhymes with three. Can you tell I'm not Eminem? <laughs> I'm talking I'm, I'm, any position, actually, not just quarterback. Yeah, and, and and for me, maybe Brock Bowers. You know, hmm. you sit there at twelve. We've seen some drafts with the town. I think he's the third best player in this draft. I think. He's what about George JJ Fiddle. McCarthy? We can't let Jim Harbaugh get him as a backup in case <laughs> Herbert goes down, Cecil. Yeah, I think McCarthy goes in the thirties, so late first. Um, lots of stuff could change, but I will be at the scouting combine this year. We'll be at the owners' meetings this year. So we got a lot to find out and just a little bit of time to do it. Boom. He is Cecil Lammy, good friend of the show, good friend of ours. Listen to all of his work. Read all of his work over at denversports.com. Also, head on over to footballguys.com, one of the best podcasts, The Audible, one of the longest, most successful podcasts running for your fantasy Super Bowl that's coming up here, right? I mean, there's going to be some some betting, some gambling going on here. See, talk to me. Who do you like in the big game? Last one. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Am I right? I can't root for Kansas City. I have Chiefs fatigue. <laughs> Chiefs fans already hate me. You know what I say to that? You'll be all right. Fuck them. That's what we say here over on MHA. We say buck them. They'll be all right. Uh, Cecil out boots on the ground for the Senior Bowl. 18th year at the Senior Bowl, rather. Read his work at denversports.com. Head on over to footballguys.com as well. Cecil, thank you so much for stopping by MHI with, with Tom and me, man. We really, really appreciate your valuable time. Peace. <laughs> thank you so much. Appreciate Peace. it. Peace. There he goes. Peace, says Cease, as he's on his way out. And it was always one of my favorite stories, Tom, when Cecil would talk about Russ bowing up on him. And yep. Cecil, man, Cecil's one of those guys, and, and you've been around him for so long now, too. It, it's like he's one of those guys everybody loves, right? He doesn't have beef with anybody. He's not right. like me, right, where you got beef with absolutely everybody. But when you get Russell Wilson upset, he's made Joe Flacco upset at the Senior Bowl. I've seen, you know, Cecil get after some guys at the Senior Bowl with some of these questions, man. It's uh, it's really something to watch. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, it's nice to, to ask the tough questions, though, right? Like, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not it's not just doing it to get a rise out of somebody. It's a it's a valid question that may not be asked by others that need to be asked. So. 
Well, yeah, that's just it. And, and you know, Cecil really took me under his wing when I started coming up in this business. And then uh, we're neighbors, we're best friends, all that sort of thing. But the biggest thing that I respect about Cecil is I know he does the work. Why? Because I've seen it. I've done it with him on the road, sleepless nights, traveling. This is not a job for the faint of heart, traveling, scouting. All right. I, I always tell, ask people rather when they say, I want to be a scout. I'm like, are you married? Do you have kids? Probably shouldn't if that's if that's what your job's going to be, because it's a strain, man. Cecil's been doing this for 18 years. He's been sacrificing so much of his personal time to try to scout these players that are there. Right. You don't need to read about them on YouTube or NFL Network. Let's listen to the sources that are there. That's Look right. at our guy, Jason, coming in here. What's up, Jay? Thank you for joining MHI. Hey, Luke, what's the possibility of trading for Justin Fields? I'd say not good. Um I don't think that Sean Payton likes Justin Fields. I don't look for Sean Payton to get um, one of these quarterbacks that can't process things quickly. That's yeah. that's the name of the game for Sean Payton is complex offenses. And if you can't operate a complex offense, Sean Payton's going to bench it. Just ask Russell Wilson about it. He had to dumb down that offense so much for not just Russ, but some of the other players. Oh, I don't know, Jerry Judy, who he's in love with. Um, these underperforming players that Sean did a disservice to the entire team. It's one of the reasons I'm so upset with him. I'm like, really? You knew what you had in training camp. And this is, this is the best that we could come up with. Um, I'm not a Justin Fields guy, Jason. I, I never was coming out of the draft. So I think Tom would probably give a little bit more of a fair answer. I'm starting to buck the trend though, JC, Jason of, I don't think Ohio state quarterbacks are all busts. I think CJ Stroud <laughs> is starting to ch change that for me. And if someone could tell my guy, Nick Kendall, that he'll be shocked and amazed. Maybe you remark that on this podcast. No, not every Ohio state quarterback will be a bust in the NFL. CJ Stroud is changing that. I don't want Justin Fields here, man. I don't, I don't like what he brings on the field. I don't like what he brings off the field. I just don't like him. I don't need to rail a guy to prop myself up on reasons why I don't want him here. I mean, it depends, I guess, if uh, what they're going to take for him, right? I mean, it, if they draft uh, a quarterback, Russ? The top, they want the Russ top picks, then they're going to give him away. Sure, take a take a shot at him, but I don't. I don't think. I think Sean Payton wants to go get his guy. I don't necessarily think that going and get somebody else's guy that like Justin Fields would be that would be that uh, uh, intriguing for him. No, and he's got a, a chance to go out and get the guy that he really wants. So I'd rather yeah, have Russ enough, take him. I'd rather have Russ. Who would you rather have, Russell Wilson or Justin Fields? I, I'd rather have Russell Wilson. I, I mean, asked the chat. I'll open it up for to him the anyway. chat. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what, then if you're going to say that, I'll take Justin Fields, right? Because then I don't need that, <laughs> that rookie contract. Um, Michaela Israel and Cooper coming in, friends of the show. What's up, guys? It's Cooper. Love y'all and MHH for life. Head on back into this podcast if you're just hopping on right now. DenverSports.com. Cecil Lammy, who is boots on the ground in Mobile. He was boots on the ground in Texas for the Shrine. Uh, you know him. You love him. Good friend of the show. He came on these airwaves, Cooper, Michaela, Broncos country, and he told us about a name that we need to know. It's a name that you may not be familiar with because he's not going to be a top three pick. His name is Michael Pratt. He's a senior out of Tulane. The Denver Broncos have spent two days talking with this guy in the two days that the Senior Bowl has happened. That's a big deal. They're showing significant interest in this cat. Cecil thinks he'll be around a third or a fourth rounder. I think that's exciting. I think it shows that Sean Payton truly is trying to turn over every rock and leaf and look to find this quarterback because it's so damn easy, Tom, to be enamored with the names we already know. Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, J.J. McCarthy, national champion. Like, what about the guys we don't know? 
just because we don't know their names, that doesn't mean they're good at quarterback. I mean, how many starting quarterbacks did we really know about in the NFL before they solidified themselves? Pat Mahomes? I anyone? Anyone? I saw some meme today saying that the ex-Giants head coach, what Maskadu or whatever his name was, the or guy. Yeah, he was the only guy from the Giants to show up at uh Pat Mahomes Pro Day. That just goes to show you, man. I love I love the saying Ozzy Newsom told me one of my very first all-star road trips. Talent can come from anywhere. That's right. Pro football hall of famer Ozzy Newsom. Talent can come from anywhere. It's something I've never forgotten, Tom. Yeah, but you got to have the draft picks in order to take those chances in order to get those guys. You can't trade them all away for one guy. That's the problem. So, Stop you it. know, that's the conundrum. You want to trade them Stop. all away, you don't get those mid-round uh, gems that you can uh, you can find. And really that is. I mean, you've got to take a lot of shots yeah. to get a uh, you know, get several of those guys. You're not going to get every one of your draft picks to hit. And that's I mean, it's a, it's the numbers game. It, you look at the history of the draft, it doesn't happen. So, uh yeah, and I I'm, I love the di- draft diamonds. I love seeing those those uh, you know underdogs make it and become good players, and we've seen a few of them in in Broncos country. You know, we got Shannon Sharp, got Carl Mecklenburg, got Tom Nalen. You got these people that were you know seventh, twelfth round draft choices. You know that uh, that made it made it big. So uh, I love it. Yeah, it's uh man, that makes me excited. Isn't that the reason why we're excited about the draft? It's literally a new start. You're literally getting new guys into the building, and. Man, I think sometimes we take for granted how much the human spirit actually can either help or hinder us, right? I need this show on Wednesday nights, folks. This is just as much for me as it is for anyone else. And Tom, there's a labor of love for us, but I need this outlet, right? I'm a, I'm a human being just like the rest of you. We're all going through it, these tough times. But are you telling me that one positive person, one good player, one good teammate can change things 100%, especially if they're at the quarterback position, Tom? Oh, I don't know. Just the most important position in all of professional sports. <laughs> Phil McLaughlin went in and I wanted to ask or answer this one rather. Is Sean Payton or George Payton down there? Phil, that's an excellent question. I've been asking my friends about it. They they say I haven't seen them. That doesn't mean they're not there. Now, these guys run in small circles, very secretive circles. George Payton was very um, secretive, if you will, before Sean even got here. I mean, let's just talk about Pat Sertan. He didn't meet with Pat Sertan. He told us just as much. I didn't want to show up to the pro day. We had some scouts there. I didn't want to tip my hand, and I knew we were going to draft Pat Sertan. I didn't want anybody else knowing that. Um, that's exactly how these guys kind of operate, right? They're wondering who's going to be at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse tonight down in Mobile. Are the coaches <laughs> going to be that? Like, I've seen these things, Bill. It happens. Um, do I think Sean and George are down there? Yeah. At some point, they either were or are. We just heard from Cecil Lammy, who thinks George Payton is probably living on borrowed time, at least until this draft is over. Um, but why wouldn't you be there, Tom? You're in charge yeah. of this billion dollar business led by the richest owners in North America, some of the richest owners in all of the world that don't own oil. And you're going to sit back like Vic Fangio and make meatball subs in Denver instead of going down to mobile and picking your next quarterback. Yeah. I mean, you got to be down there, especially since the Broncos haven't had any success for a while. If you were, you know, if you would just been to the playoffs four times in a row and you know, you're Super Bowl contender and you're like, yeah, I don't feel like going to this, senior bowl maybe but you got to turn the ship around you got to be there you got to be involved you have to be you know you have to be involved hands-on 
And so I, I would be surprised if they weren't there. Well, and speaking of there, one last question from, from Ronnie Ray as we come on the way out here. Um, I thought there was a report saying the Broncos quarterback coach was going to be there. Ronnie, yeah. your spot on. Davis Webb led the Shrine Bowl team in Texas this year. So uh, covering their bases on all angles, Ronnie, that's exactly it. Broncos country is the most knowledgeable fan base in the NFL because Ronnie's exactly it. Shrine is another thing, man. I think so many times there's – Look, there's this this lustrous thing about the Senior Bowl. I don't know if it's because Reese's is the sponsor. I don't know if it's one of because it's one of the longest games ever, running games, all-star games. I, I don't know if it's because Jackie Robinson's from Mobile. I don't know what it is. There are a million things on why the Senior Bowl is awesome. It doesn't mean that's the only all-star game that is awesome. It doesn't mean that every player that wasn't selected can't play in the NFL. Um, talent can come from anywhere. I like Shrine a lot. The reason I like the Shrine is is the cause, obviously. Shriners Hospital, right? Trying to help these these young kids, these boys, these girls with these diseases that need some help. Not to say that the Senior Bowl doesn't donate. They donate, and, and Jim Nagy does a great job too. But you're exactly right, guys. Talent can come from anywhere. The Broncos are. They've been in Texas. They're down there in Mobile. They're scouring the earth, Tom, <laughs> for the next Broncos quarterback. Yep. Um. Wow, wow, what a show, man. I've got a I've got a lot of questions still for Cecil. I'm thinking about. I'm excited thinking that the Broncos are going to land a guy. I'm excited that Sean doesn't have handcuffs on. What do I mean by that? If Sean wants to move up, Sean's going to move up. No one is going to tell Sean Payton no. That's pretty much what Cecil Lammy told us on these airwaves on MHI tonight. Yeah, I mean, you can see go see it happening either way. You can see it being a trick. You can see him being just brash and Sam doing it. You know, you can. I, that's the thing. That's what makes it fun, really. You know, it's unpredictable, yeah. so it does make it a little bit fun leading up into the draft. That's always unpredictable, anyway. So I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see what actually unfolds and if the Broncos are going to take a big swing or not for their quarterback. They're going to go do it, as the water boy once said, <laughs> and we will be back next Wednesday. Well, someone's going to be filling in for me. I will be out. Got some playoffs. I got to coach volleyball, girls volleyball, right? Get out there and, and support your kids, too, if you can. Uh, Gary Palmer coming in. GLP, baby, with a one last super. Hey, guys, I'm really enjoying the show. I know we don't have picks, but we have deep pockets, <laughs> and that is king. Gary, you are king, man. You are king of MHI, man, with your support all of your generosity, all of your love. Gary knows that this little thing called money, dinero, gold, dollar, dollar bill, whatever I got to say, that runs the world. Sooner or later, that's something we got to think about, especially in Broncos country. You pick a quarterback in the first round, he starts winning for you. You're going to need to pay him. Yeah. Man, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice talking about a quarterback's contract for the positive change? That would be something. But guys, stay tuned on Friday. Tom's going to be back for Legends of mile high on friday morning he's going to be getting you ready for a bye weekend if you will and then the big game next weekend obviously between the 49ers and the chiefs so i'm a lot of fun man i needed the show i appreciate you guys so much yeah i had a lot of fun too it was great to get some insider information from someone in uh down in mobile so we can we know what's going on it's great to have cecil on so and thank you all for being here tonight uh, appreciate it yeah guys follow tom on X at Thomas Hall NFL, yours truly at Luke Patterson LP. Head on over to the mothership at Mile High Huddle. Give our pod a follow as well. We would really appreciate it at MHI underscore pod. And guys, here we go. On the search for a quarterback into Mobile in the Senior Bowl we go. This is the way. 
Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.